from calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution, to exploring American history. We are the Relentless Patriots. Now, without further ado, here is Relentless Patriot John. How's it going, Ben? Good, how are you? Good. Sorry, um, just say it real quick. So, guys, um, Benny's basically part of the Sun the Doors of Confederacy over here. Uh, we are actually proud to, you know, have him as usual and whatnot. It's uh, great to have uh, you here, Benny. Thank you. Great so, to be here. Yeah, likewise. I know it's been a very long time and whatnot since we had you on. So, <laughs> I know I missed you guys. It's been a lot of stuff has happened. I was actually I was trying to find out how do I join on the desktop. I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's it's tricky. Um, so yeah, I'm just talking about me, you know, media biased and uh, as far as like basically just being self-reliant and actually de depending on yourself to do the, the you know, independent digging, even though it requires X amount of work, you know, um, that's the problem being, is that I think everybody, as far as the media stuff goes, right? They're basically used to being sp uh, spoon fed the information for countless years. Oh, beyond. Um, <laughs> and this is what really cracks me up is that. I've been called every name in the book when I try to suggest that, okay, maybe Fox News is not that good of a source because it really isn't unless something is maybe like really big of a hot topic. They're going to have someone who is quote unquote controversial on, but Fox News and CNN, they're both from the same birds, the same feather of one bird, just a different wing. Yeah. And it's, you know, you have these great, um, you know, commentators that have, I think an even better version of Fox, uh, more original. And even Fox News is not that accurate. They still worry about image. That's the issue. Well, they worry about yes, yeah. They worry about image, and they worry about because they worry about image because you also remember too is something was that. So, guys, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but this isn't being anti-Semitic or whatever it is, you know, nowadays. So there was basically a thing with Fox News, right? So the older gentleman that ran Fox News and whatnot, he obviously was very much conservative. He sold it to these people, these uh, these two Jewish guys by the name of I think they're Murdoch brothers or something like that. And what happened was, throughout the course of history, actually the, the course of history of Fox, in the past like two, three years, they ended up selling out and they said, hey, you know what, we need to put more of a progressive type wing on Fox News and whatnot. So like, for instance, like there are certain subjects and matters and whatnot that seem a little bit conservative or not so conservative at the same time, because that Democrat, the heavily Democratic uh, liberal influence is basically pushed upon there because of what the owners of Fox News want. You know, and again, the reason why we're using Fox as an example is because I feel like that's like the go-to mainstream source for conservatives because, again, it's mainstream. It is, and uh, that's part of the problem is because you've kind of, in a way, reduced news into like, oh, if you're Republican, you know, Fox News. If you're Democrat, um, CNN. CNN. Primarily, which is part of the problem because there are, I don't even think right area is the right term, but more of like individuals. <laughs> Everyone knows Chris Wallace Jr., right? Yeah, Chris Wallace Jr., the guy who was the one moderator for the debate. Well, I, he's a Democrat. Yeah. Well, well, like I, like I told you, yeah, we, we call – well, Michael Savage calls him Meatloaf Jr. because I told you what his father did. Uh, Chris Wallace Sr., he – so, guys, if you don't know the backstory behind this. Um, so, Chris Wallace Sr. was coming out of the office out of, I guess, wherever he was working at the time. And um, what happened was I guess he must have been, like, really ticked off because this meter maid had dropped off a ticket on his window. So, he – had a meatloaf sandwich and chucked at her. So Michael Savage went on the name calling uh, what you call Chris Wallace Jr. Uh, meatloaf Jr. <laughs> but these people are, are just, they're, they're, uh, they're not either just relentless, Vinny, but they're also very abstract in the way they think. You know, there is no logical thinking with these people, whether it be on the right side or the left side. Like I can name a lot of people and I'm not a fan of them, you know, let alone Fox News and, you know, on CNN, but more so Fox, because again, this is a mainstream platform. And I understand that, 
yes, it's, it's your individual, actually it's all our individual liberties, uh, along with to basically find out where this actual source is coming from. You know, this isn't, this shouldn't just be their responsibility. It's, it's our responsibility to do so. You know, that's where our First Amendment's for, because when Benjamin Franklin, along with, I mean, not only just him, but mainly the founding fathers, and they came together and said, okay, guys, like, you have this, you have a constitutional, you have constitutional rights, follow it and stick abide by it. It's not that hard. But it seems to be throughout the course of history, we became lazy and complacent depending on government to do everything because they, you know, we think that our tax dollars are basically meant to, you know, fix the problem. But the problem is that when you give government way too much power and way too much money, this is the, this is the outcome you deal with. We've been left you know? in this mess for a while. And like, I, I always tell people, we've really never had freedom. I have a whole presentation. I'll just give you a tidbit. But after the war between the states, because as people know, Lincoln was a socialist. That is a fact. Yes, he was. People, this is where this is where it's kicked from. I was debating with someone before. They were trying to tell me that, oh, no. Um, something like, oh, Lincoln was not a socialist. He was not, uh, you know, Marxist. They tried to defend it, but at the same time, they try to condemn Marxism on the left, which is exactly the same. Yeah. But that's what makes it laugh, though, is that Republicans like to hold, you know, pull, hold Lincoln to this higher standard of being like this, uh, you know, so-called God because he freed the slaves. But the fact of the matter is, he even said in his own quote, and I'm, I'm going to paraphrase it, you know, it was like a damned if I do, damned if I don't situation, you know, if I'm not mistaken, right? That's right. Yeah. And so I'm going to try to join, rejoin again. I'm getting a kickback. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, it's been interesting to basically, you know, fix this connection, establish it for more, so it's more secure and whatnot, because... Obviously, comic book is trying to stop us from, you know, spreading the truth here. Um, so, yeah, this is basically as far as things go. I mean, guys, this goes back even, you know, pre-Civil War, you know, as Vinny just mentioned, because these people will continue to basically overstep and push the boundaries as far as they can and see how far they could push the envelope. Because without doing so and without doing these, these uh, dastardly things, uh, we will see basically uh, a surge in this, no matter what happens. And... I think it's very, very actually, very and mildly, or not even mildly inappropriate at this point, but just utterly disgusting, and uh, more so inappropriate, as I've been saying. Because, uh, you know, like I said, they keep on pushing this envelope where they basically have this agenda they want to just shove down your throat, like they, uh, like for instance, like I'll give an example, like the gay stuff, right? Like guys, like I don't care about the guys. I'm, I'm a libertarian. I don't see be you know gay stuff as an issue as long as you don't push it on me. Like you keep it in your corner, and I, you know, you say to yourself and. You're, you could be gay and stuff like that. It's whatever. So, you know, that's as far as that issue goes. Now, the biggest thing I have with the whole, um, you know, like, what should we call it? The whole thing with the media is that they like pressing these issues constantly and so on, you know, so on and so forth. So we never really have basically a break from these, these Democrats and these, these uh, leftist uh, war machine uh, puppets, so to speak. And uh, here's the funny thing, too, guys. And this is something I always thought about. So I had this conversation with uh, R.P. Frankie, you know, those Patriot Frankie. Um, for those of you who know, obviously do know him. He's uh, one of our other co-hosts here. So me and I am actually in a pretty funny conversation, um, rather. And we were saying, like, how isn't it funny how basically certain immediate family members and friends don't trust basically, you know, like people like us who are conservative and people that are, you know, awake. But yet they trust like people that are on TV. They don't know through a hole in the wall. And they just keep pumping information. Yet these people are making money off of them uh, as far as what products they want to push, what agendas, and so on and so forth. So this leads us at a very, very pivotal point. Like I've been saying is that 
you know, America is basically brain, completely brainwashed. I'm not saying all of America, obviously, you know, the masses. And uh, it's just a very, very uh, touchy subject, if you guys will, because it's, uh, it's, it's you know, for them, obviously, not for us, because, you know, we're, we're on the same page. So the more and more time is more, and the more and more time has gone on, or has gone on with this, um, we've seen that. I mean, there's a lot of family members, family members and stuff like that that just don't want to talk about this stuff because they just feel... Uh, like, what's the point of me talking to my cousin or my aunt or my uncle who's liberal and that I don't want to basically press the issue with them? And I, what I have to say this is, you know, listen, not everybody's going to agree with you on the same thing, right? Like, there are certain things like, you know, obviously we are, we're not all going to agree on, but core value should be at the least of what we shall agree on, right? Like, so, like I said, the Bill of Rights, like everybody, you know, even if you're a liberal, because even the founding fathers were technically liberal, right? Like, they were liberal in the sense that they wanted progressive change for the better, not for the worse. This new progressive way of, of change is, is, um, is not liberal. It's socialistic. It's reversed. It's backwards. These guys, these men, want basically progressive change for the better, for, for us to have a, um, a brighter and stronger America, you know? Um, that's what it really comes down to. So our Bill of Rights are very, very important to us because without these Bill of Rights, we would not be here, period. And there's a lot of people, unfortunately, that are my age um, that don't see that because, you know, it's funny. I've worked construction for about three years roughly just about and i made i met so many people that are actually in the trades that are very much so conservative i haven't met maybe i only met one person that's actually liberal in the trades believe it or not but that's besides the point the point i'm trying to make is that you know it, i find it very very funny right when you know when you're separated from that school you know mentality when i mean by school is obviously the, the indoctrination level of school right so anything that that's mass produced by that by the federal government or you know state or whatever it may be um, the indoctrination level is real and stuff like that. That's why I'm not brainwashed. And that's why I've never always been brainwashed. I've always been taught, you know, to, to be a leader and think for myself. That's the way I've, I was raised. And that's the way I was always taught by my mom um, and people that are around me in my life. So, again, so that's why I always say is that, like, um, our school systems are basically failing our youth and they're failing the next generation of, you know, people my age. Um, there's so many people and whatnot that I just see and whatnot. I just, especially from high school and whatnot, I've been out of high school since 2017. Um, so, um, yeah, obviously everybody's probably, you know, obviously I'm still a baby to some people and whatnot, but that's besides the point again. But I look at these people I went to high school with and they're just complete shambles. Like, especially the ones I went to college, like you look at them and you're just like, that's really so-and-so. And you kind of see that, that like this, this pattern of where there's no sense of individualism. Like they just kind of all fit in together and they're all look the same, all same goofy colored hair, piercings, tattoos. Like it's, it's just like a weird kind of like cult, uh, I think colleges. Um, and I find it very, very ironic that I'll never forget my first, my, uh, when, my, when I was actually looking to take a college class, which, you know, not that I would, and at the time I was obviously, I was still conservative. I've been conservative since I was 16, but again, um, Back to the story. So I ended up going to this, this uh, college. It was um, RCC, Rockland Community College. And I went there. And I remember just seeing, I was looking around. I was with my mom. And I go, she says to me, she's like, John, what is that? And I said, I'm like, what is what? She goes, what is that closet? I'm like, oh, it's a cry closet. And she's like, oh, what? I said, a cry closet. And she's like, what? She was, you know, obviously, she's visibly confused. And I said, that's a place where you go if you feel very stressed and overcome and dated with stress. My mom started laughing. She thought it was the most hysterical thing. She goes, are, are you serious? I'm like, no, I said, I'm being dead serious with you. I said, that's what they're meant for. Uh, and not to mention, too, not only just that, um, but also the gay stuff. The gay stuff is very predominant, like in your face. And, you know, like I said, again, I don't care if you're gay or whatnot. Um, you know, I, I know people that are gay and stuff like that. And I don't let that stuff bother me because 
Um, some of them are actually very nice people, and I, I just don't like when it's pushed on me um, as far as things go. Let me see if I can get Vinny in here again. Vinny, I'm trying to get you in here. It looks like we're having problems. Try to see if you can join again. So, you know, that's what really comes down to again. And uh, I don't know why the screen's polite. Oh, snap. Oh, what is going on here? Oh, come on. I don't know why it's not. Okay. Technical, technical difficulties here. Okay. But, um, yeah, back to what I was saying. So, yeah, the college environment was very, very liberal, obviously. It was very much so, like, in your face. They even had a transgender guidance counselor basically administering, you know, telling students where to go. Um, it made me feel very, very uncomfortable because, uh, I, again, like I said, like, you keep that stuff to yourself, not out in the open, especially when you got, you know, people, especially kids that are coming literally out of high school. Like, I was really, I think I was not even, eight, I think I was like not even 18 at the time. And, you know, to be honest with you, looking back at that, like, that's just straight up, like, disturbing one, especially for an 18-year-old to be desensitized to that because I don't care if anybody tells me like when you're 18 or not, you're still a kid or not. You don't, you know, know half the stuff, you know, as you get older. Um, I mean, that, that's definitely one thing for sure. I mean, you know, things I know now and whatnot compared to when I was 18, obviously it's, it's night and day. So, but I always knew that that was wrong and stuff like that. And that's not something I wanted to be around, especially in that kind of environment. So that, that was the right decision I made for myself was to take a trade, do something productive with myself, become a, a contributing member, member to society where I can actually use myself and, make um something more of myself besides just sitting in a, in a college room and just being in debt like you know everybody else and um that's perfectly fine because not everybody can sit in a classroom setting i mean i know a classroom setting was not for me but um again i digress the reason i'm bringing this up is because people don't understand how much uh successful you could be in a trade as opposed to not being in a college you know environment so you know, without further ado, it's just, uh, it's more or less a situation that we have to basically pressure on our youth. They're not pushing on their youth, but at least at least expose them to these options. Because I didn't know a trade was an option when I went to high school. It's like, hey, look, you know, like, guys, you don't have to be a liberal. You don't have to take the college approach uh, if it's not for you. It's okay. Like, look, we have other things you could do, like, you know, carpentry, welding, um, electrician, plumber, uh, you know, roofer. You know, the, the list just goes on and on, you know. So... There is options in this world. There's options in this life besides just that one mainstream me thing that the media tells you to do. And because, you know, they say you'll make more money in this and that. But the fact of the matter is you, you won't. I've made more money in a trade, um, some, you know, honestly, than I think I would anything else when, as far as I'm concerned. And I think it also, not only does it make, not only do you make more money in a trade, but you also have a tangible skill. You have something that you can actually hold on to and you could use your day-to-day -day life. Like, for instance, like I said, I, I started off in welding. I mean, it's a great career. Um, you know, uh, I worked as a second shift welder. That's you guys remember that when I did that for about you know almost two years, and um, I could still take that skill and I could still apply it to you know my life wherever I need to be. Okay, Benny, we're gonna have you in here. So, yeah, that that's it. It shouldn't just stop. It shouldn't just stop at your doorstep. It should just go. Uh, your education should always further yourself and always better yourself. Like you know, um, so that that with that being said, again, is that we also have to view. Like I said, is that uh, not a, not a, you know not how do I put this? Not every not college isn't always the answer. That's the more or less more the story I'm getting at. How's it going, Benny? Good, and no, those are all really good points. Um, I yeah. think it's even you want to know, you want to know what's really crazy. Mm. Back in the day, you would go to college for something that was worth the the study. Yeah. you know, practical, whether it was business or you know, law, medicine. 
And now they make you do so many ridiculous things that are useless. They make you take a paid yeah. course where I think – I know for Rutgers, we were able to dodge it because I did an off-campus program. But at Rutgers, they would make you take the one course like the college experience or something where you had to pay money in addition to what you're going to do with a gender studies degree. And this is like no well, disrespect to people that do that. But seriously, that's what we call the cancel, cancel culture degree. Oh, uh, I sorry. Sorry to clear off right there, but I, I mean actually from my perspective, all disrespect to someone that takes gender studies because you're an idiot if you do so. And I'm, I'm going to just say straight up because, you know, like the problem is this. I think that no, – and this isn't like insulting you, obviously. I'm just saying people in general have this, this idea where they think that like, you know, I'm going to go to college. I'm going to do basically X, Y, and Z and want to better my – you know, to better myself by taking this gender studies because my college professor told me it, it would, you know? <laughs> It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. It does not absolutely, simply, no dear, work that way because you, like I said, you need to have a tangible skill in life. Like for instance, like I said, I again, I'm using myself as an example because it's something popped in my head. Like I did welding, right? Like I, you know, there were things on my truck I need to weld it up, like the frame or you know, uh, like or like the ram bar. There's just certain things that you know that college you can't take with you. Yes, you could do it again like, a verbal. Certain things, yeah, you could do verbally. When if you're, you said you're going for business, teacher, doctor, lawyer. You know, but even as a doctor, like certain things, you still have to have practical, uh, hands-on skills. You know, you do, and it's like at this whole. I know when they were shutting schools down, and you couldn't, you had to do everything on Zoom. This get yeah, all from Zoom. So what they were making us do was go on Zoom, and what was happening was you had people that were, which is really sad. Entire groups of people that have done everything on Zoom have not worked on a person. So by the time they have to go in the field you're like SOL out of, for I would say two years, you gotta, you gotta expect either get a bad job somewhere or a bad barber job, a bad hair job because they weren't given the hands-on skills. And this was all made possible because our state board dropped the ball big time on all that. And the other thing that's crazy is that even, you know, where I used to work, they were doing the whole virtue signaling and they do the virtue signaling. Yeah, of course. You mentioned the great point about the pride stuff. It's not that, you know, we are not against anyone who's LGBT. The problem is that when you start forcing that narrative, down people's throats that's what it becomes unattractive notice how too it's not just pride month originally pride started as a day and then it morphed into a week and now it's a whole, i'd say it's a whole year because they always find a way to inject it much like they always try to inject the whole like black history thing or the blm stuff you have ready for this black history month then you have juneteenth then you have martin luther king day which by the way was made to cancel out lee jackson day you have all these events, holidays. So is it really just a month? It's more like an entire year. And then everything has to, you know, be brought back to LGBTQ or race. And it's what I call well, the it, left favorite never, thing to throw around. Yes. And the, 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 oh, the Demo sorry. not yeah, the Democrats, no, the GOP virtue signals, they don't do anything to stop it. And this is what's so irritating to me. And I appreciate the fact that you're a libertarian. I am conservative, but a constitutionalist. And in New Jersey, there is no GOP. And people get all mad at me when I say that. There is no GOP in New Jersey. You are better off voting independent, or they're gonna get very mad at me for saying this. I do not support well, Jack. I was just, I was, I was just gonna say the same exact thing. So everybody's, you know, I mean, obviously, I live in New York when I don't live in Jersey. But the thing with um, Jack Sutterelli is that I'm gonna be honest. With you, I, I don't know too much about the guy. I can't really say much about him from like the, you know he say she say. But from what I gather, one like he just looks like another plastic politician to me. That's you know that, that looks college. That's all I could say. He looks kind of. And then it kind of reminds you, it kind of reminds you of Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> that's my, that's what I visualize when I just see him, like just the plastic, like you know, smile and whatnot, like just very fake and phony. And you know, you're not going to get someone as authentic and as 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 uh, as blunt as Trump. I mean, I'm sorry, it's just not going to happen, you know. 
or like Ron DeSantis. Ron DeSantis, you know, one thing about him, at least he actually has guts and he has wit to basically stand up for what's right and wrong. Then you got, I, I call him, Weas you know, Weasel Jack Sotorelli over here. That just, you know, he's he's no good. Weasel Jack, that's his name. No, he's I don't see anything, you know, and listen, there's no disrespect to, you know, I mean, a little bit, a little disrespect towards him, but the fact of the matter is this, I look at him, right, and I just think to myself, I'm like, how could this, like, there's nothing, but, like, you know, my personal opinion, right, obviously, I think to be a politician, like, you need people like uh, Senator Rand Paul, you need people like MGT that actually have a backbone that are actually, I'm going to say it, you know, that have this alpha mentality to basically say, no, 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 we're going to clean up house and we're just going to go in there. We don't need another two-faced lying politician that's going to be like, okay, I'll just be, you know, friends with such and such behind closed doors. But, you know, like wrestling, we're going to hate each other out in the open. Like, you know, and Jackson Arelli, from what I gather, when I was very best friend, I was actually good friends with Murphy. Oh, yeah. And this is, this is what is so mind-boggling is that you have what I thought, what I thought was a good group of patriots was a group of patriots, but they are so quick to be concerned about, number one, their public image. Oh, I don't like that sign that defends me. I don't like that stop the seal sign. I don't like that, um, you know, battle flag. I don't like this. I don't like that. It, it'll make his image well, look that's bad. The this that's, is, that's, yeah. You made it. So you read him so well. And this is not disrespect. This is a polite critique because <laughs> he really is like that. Very polished. He cares more about virtue signaling, getting votes, and his personal image than he does about for standing up what's right. And I tell people all the time, I am not going to be in that group because th if you know me, you know my favorite saying is I told you so because I've been doing a bunch of I told you so in New Jersey since this whole nonsense started. Yeah. I will not be voting for him. I'm going to be abstaining from a vote. And the reason being is this. I don't want to vote for another Nikki Haley. I don't want to vote for he, number one. He was endorsed by Nikki Haley. She's the queen of rhinos. She is the reason why there's attacking monuments that you have, you know, BLM being so powerful that you have people digging up veterans graves. That is all because of her. It did start with Bush, but she accelerated it. She pretty much poured fire into gasoline. You also have um, the problem with uh, people that once were against Jack are now saying, oh, let's just unite for Jack. I guarantee you, just to keep um, from looking like he's not you know, against medicine, he's going to be against um, you know, medical freedom eventually. I called it here. Well, well, well eventually, again, remember, too, it starts so slow because it's like the Trojan horse, mm -hmm. right, so to speak. So what they, what they do is – they basically put themselves one way, and then eventually what's going to happen, that I, and I see this happen in Jersey, it's going to fall. Well, remember, I think what's going to happen is this, Vinny, before, while we're on this topic, right? Because obviously the 2020, mid, 2022 midterms are around the corner. So my personal prediction is this, right? Because everybody thinks that the Democrats are in fear because they're going to lose the House. I don't care anybody tells me. It's, it's black and white. They rigged an entire election, got away with it. They cheated. Like, there's just no doubt in my mind, right? Because we, uh, oh, you know, like I said, it first started out with Trump winning, and he was carrying the states. And then magically we went to bed that night. You know, the people that, you know, I'm sure some people were up, but the majority of people went to bed thinking that Trump had this election in the bag. No, he did not because they rigged the hell out of it. Now, with that being said, again, what's going to happen in the 22 midterms or not? I think what's going to happen is you're going to basically, it's going to be evened out. So what I mean by that is that they're going to put all their rhino Republicans in, right, in play yep. because, remember, they're pawns. They're going to put all the rhinos in. The Democrats are going to basically, you know, have their spots as well. Then they're going to make it seem like, oh, Republicans are winning, Republicans are winning, but they're still being controlled by the same masters. You and, know? and this is why, like, this is why we're libertarian. <laughs> if you're up north, by the way, and this is what I tell people, if you're up in a northern state, if you're up, like, you know, in certain states, like, I know, Wisconsin, Jersey, Pennsylvania, even, I think, New York, New York especially, God forbid, Massachusetts, you're not going to have a true Republican. You're going to have... No, you're never going to have... You're, you're, I'm sorry, but you're, you're never going to have someone that's going to basically more or less have a backbone and actually have some level of a uh, common sense, you know, because 
Well, again, these people don't care about these, you know, don't care about, you know, us. You're going to have a moderate Democrat because, you know, you brought up a great point when you mentioned that having Ryan. What did he have this? He pretty much ignored any, um, you know, question about voter fraud, which we know is an issue. And the other thing I thought was really hilarious was he congratulated President Biden. Oh, he won. You know, I congratulations. I'm sitting there like biting my lip like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, this is the best GOP we can do. And there's a really good video by, um, I don't know if you know Ryan McDonald. He's incredible. He does great videos. Yeah, yeah, I, I think I've heard of him. Oh, he's a really good guy. He did a video on, a, and it was, uh, he taught me something new because normally I keep up with the politics. And the one person that kind of just fell by the radar was uh, Kim Guadano. I don't think you know who she is. Okay, no, I don't think I've ever heard of her. Yeah, so she was, well, exactly. That was part of the problem. She was running, um, it was uh, 2017. Yeah, 2017, so the year that Murphy got elected. And what happened was um, no one really knew who she was. I didn't even know her beliefs. And we were just told, oh, vote straight Republican, so I'm going to vote for her. Well, that was my first mistake because I didn't know any better back then. The other thing was that she claimed to be GOP. In her recent interview, um, she went from being happy, oh, I'm fine, this and that, to all of a sudden she got out of politics altogether, and now she's switching her party so she's not Republican anymore. When the well, guy tried to ask her guys... why, what went wrong, she went crazy. <laughs> Well, there you go. You have it. You have it there first. And again, this is the problem. This is part of the problem we're seeing, Vinny, is that we're we're yeah. at uh, we're actually at uh, how do I put this? Not a we're at a standoff, obviously, and we're at actually more or less a stalemate because, you know, I like how Republicans are like, oh, we'll get the House back in two years. Do you understand? What, I mean, listen, it's been we need we're quality, towards the midterms, not quantity. Yeah, well, exactly. But here's the thing too: is that. If um, the next presidency is obviously going to be in three years, if they don't rig it. Now, I personally think if there is going to be another election, um, that they're going to rig the heck out of this, you know, more than the, more so than they did the first one. I'm telling you guys right now, I don't think there'll ever be another Republican unless they're like a Mitt Romney or like a uh, George Bush will ever be in office. That's we're, This is what we're stuck with, and this is like such <laughs> my favorite. You know, I, I remember. Yeah, no, I'm sorry to off, but I just want to, before I forget. The one thing is that, you know, when Trump was in office and stuff like that, I remember you know, the first run, right, 2016, I remember how pissed off and how many people were just fired up the fact that, like, you know, there was actually someone out there that was actually willing to fight for everybody's freedoms or not. But the problem, guys, and again, sorry, I'm going to cut you off with this. They, people like, you know, they're out there, right? We, the problem is we pour our faith too much, too much, way, way too much in politicians, right? Like, we give them, like, okay, right, here you go. Here's our taxpayer money. You do the work. It should be, no, no, no. We should be going to the, you know, like, not like January 6th style because, you know, apparently that, you know, that was obviously a setup. But in the sense of just standing outside, having a peaceful protest, saying, hey, look, all right, like, we're done. Like, you know, like, this is basically it. This, we are demanding you basically meet our needs, and you basically abide by this document. This isn't a piece of paper. This was forged and paid for by the bloods of patriots and both tyrants, no matter, how you see it, uh, no matter how you see it. You know? And, you know, these are our God-given rights, you know, by our founders and, and you know, by God himself. And, you know, George Washington, one thing I will say about him was that at least he was actually a man of God, and he actually stood before everything he believed in. You know, we don't have leaders like that no more. Even Trump said it. He goes, we don't oh, have no. people that are actually going to stand up. Oh. You know, look, look, like I said, look at Jack, look at, look at Weasel Neck Jack, uh, Jack Cilarelli in Jersey, like you guys have. Or look at, look at the people we have in New York. We have Wilhelm de Blasio. We have um, our, you know, our, our woman governor who can't do anything right. And why not just know where she's at? She's telling us basically that the vaccine supposedly is basically a gift from God. Lady, you know nothing about God, all right? That is not a gift from God. That, that, is, that is the devil in disguise right there.
Just like the transgender stuff, in my opinion. Jack posed with a photo. Ready for this? He posed with a photo yes. for the reasons why he got the vaccine, and it said something along, I'm paraphrasing here, said something along the lines of being able to see his mom finally or something. And I'm thinking in my head, were you really one of those people that lived in fear over something that was government overreach? You lived in fear, and then all of a sudden now you're seeing your mom because you got this experimental drug? I don't get that. I don't understand. Why. I don't buy. And, oh, I, and all I don't of a sudden, buy, for medical freedom, like like overnight, when he realized that, oh, I just want to get their votes. That's I guarantee what he was thinking. Um, someone said, well, we have to vote for him. I said, number one, you're not going to tell me who I'm going to vote for. Who we have to vote for? There's a good saying, and I want to quote. Um, it's he's a really cool guy. Uh, we have his uh, ancestor who runs the New Jersey UDC, and it's Isaac, Reverend Isaac W.K. Handy. He was a um, civilian prisoner of war, uh, just regular civilian that Lincoln didn't like. He dared to criticize Lincoln, and he was locked away. His want to quote him, when he was given the uh, Oath of Allegiance, they said, here, Isaac, just sign this and we'll let you out. And he says, a good Southern gentleman does not lie. I don't lie, so I will not compromise my values and beliefs and vote for someone who does not align with my views. Some people are going to call it selfish. Someone said, well, listen, it took so long to get like this. You had two wonderful candidates that were running, um, Hirsch Singh and Phil Rizzo. I would rather that we, you know, regardless of who gets in. That's what we're left what, with in New Jersey. Yeah. We're never going to get a candidate who is true. And that's why I think New Jersey's lost cause. So I've been actually enjoying life. I've been, you know what? I'm not going to bother with rallies where I know that I'm not welcome. I've had a few. You know what they wanted me to do? I, <laughs> some of the viewers might not know this, but if you look at Phil Murphy's ad, they have me on there. I will proudly stand behind these colors, all of these colors, and um, the other ones any day of the week, 365 days of the year. I'll be more than happy to have a discussion with someone about them. The problem is that all of these politicians are afraid to have that discussion, and a lot of them aren't – I hate to even say this, but a lot of these politicians, right-wing, left-wing, they're not the smartest people. No, well, I don't think it's the smartest people. It's like we just they don't said. Know facts. You know, they know they, they, they know the history of it, and they know that – and, and a, lot of the, a lot of it could be negligence and not knowing or, or just straight up ignorance because ignorance is bliss, as we both know. But I really think it's an issue as far as like they don't. It's again, it's all about image. I don't want to be associated to that. But meanwhile, you mm -hmm. see, how many, you know, it's funny, especially the Trump rallies. When you see how many people actually fly Confederate flags and want, and you know, um, like a lot, a lot of minorities don't care. A lot, there's actually a few minorities actually there, and more or less not not just a few, but a lot of them actually fly the Confederate flag because they know the history of it. And I think it's just downright disgusting that we basically oversee that. Like, you know, like we had this conversation before, but on the phone, you know, off, you know, off the podcast. And we've always said that the problem with conservatives and guys, we're trying, me and Vinny are actually, we were talking about this, that we want the culture to change, obviously. It shouldn't be, well, it's just a heritage thing. Like anybody could say, like, I can say that about the flag behind me. Oh, it's just because mm -hmm. of my heritage. No, you say, when someone asks you, why do you stand for that flag, you know, for the Confederacy? Well, no, it's about states' rights, you know, and being the sole owner of property against set, you know, uh, federal government, period. It is. It, it's nothing, it's, it shouldn't be anything more or less, but, but that. Yeah, that's where that's where the word sole owner of property came from was a civil war because you own property you were the sole owner of it and you know what's even crazier too they don't know the documents of secession only four states mentioned slavery and even then you have to look at the context it's not the context you think it is slavery lasted in new jersey 
than it did in any of the southern states. And that was because New Jersey was the last state in the union. It was one of several union states that were slave states. We, New Jersey well, was completely yeah. protected from the whole Emancipation Proclamation that they, that again, Jack, he was at a Juneteenth celebration. We had a fellow, we have GOP members that are running for office that are members of the NAACP, which is pretty much the Klan with the tan. Um, they're a horrible group. I like that. They, I like that. Maybe at some point they've done something good, but now they're radical. We have members of the GOP that are part of that. And I'm like, you can't say anything. I don't mind saying, hey, I'm not going to vote for you because of this, or why are you part of it? Explain. We have members that are running for office that were with BLM in D.C. taking photographs and praying with for photo ops. And, well, and, and why, and again, why, why are they should this surprise anybody? Yeah. But only like that, why should, this surprise, why should this surprise anybody, period? Because, again, the more and more time has gone on, the more and more we see how negligent these uh, these people are, you know? And I think it's going to come to an issue or, or come to a point, not even just an issue, it's, it's way past an issue. It's going to come to a point where basically we're going to see, you know, things collide. Like, I really thought, I'm going to be honest with you guys, so just derail for you for a second, since you're actually, well, not really more slow, we're derailing, but uh, when the 2020 riots were going on, you know, summer 2020 riots, excuse me, were going on, we I really thought it was really going to get stupid because people were just acting negligent. They were just throwing stuff around over over a person that died by a police officer. Now, I'm not saying that, listen, I'm going to be honest with you guys. Now we know the full story. George Floyd was just an absolute scumbag. Yep. I don't give a, you know, give a crap. Oh, but guess what they did in Newark? You know, they removed Christopher Columbus. None of the GOP spoke up, but they removed Christopher Columbus, and they put up a nice 700-pound bronze statue of a saint honoring fentanyl. They put up a statue of George Floyd on there. Yeah, but that's no, that's no surprise because no matter how you want to slice and dice it, they want someone that's going to basically play the part, which is George Floyd, obviously. And, you know, the, the biggest the biggest misconception about this whole thing, I find it very weird. Out of all people, this cop, you know, um, you know, Derek, whatever his name was, Derek, I don't remember Showman. his last name. But, uh, yeah, so out of all places and whatnot, he happens to basically supposedly know this guy. Wanna, there was just a lot of red flags with the story. Wanna, and people, holes. I think what, the reason why they, the reason why it was such a heartfelt thing is because I think people, they looked at them, they go, oh, my God, this guy, this cop is on him. At the end of the day, they saw a white cop on a black man, and that's the first thing they reacted to. Yep. Because it was, it was a heartfelt situation. That's exactly what it was. And, you know, even, you know, obviously, even even white people and, you know, and people of color and everything else were, were basically baited into that, you know? Exactly. That's why I, that's why I look at Candace Owens has it the best. She goes, always wait before the story, you know, wait until the full story comes out. Don't just make a sim you know, assumptions. And I knew from that very point on, like, I mean, at first I was like, okay, I'm like, I didn't bite the band. Like, that's terrible. But I'm like, I want to hear more, more of the story because I'm like, there's usually more of what happens. And that's what happens. The media always portrays these little snippets and these little things and whatnot that we really don't get to, you know, get to see it until later on, you know, through an independent source. Like, um, like, like what was it? Joe Biden, actually, in his administration. They, Vinny, get ready for this one. I just got word of this today. So one of my friends sent me an article, guys. They're going to completely flood the southern border with illegal. Over a million legals are going to come to this country unvaccinated. And now the job shorts that we're facing, they're all going to take the jobs. This is going to be the um, Jimmy Carter... Uh, Obama and Clinton, the Clinton uh, 2.0 administration. Mark my words, it's exactly what's going to happen. It's going to be a mess. You know, and you know what's even crazier? Jack wants to give what is it, driver's license to illegals. I'm like, dude, get him out of the state. <laughs> get him out of the state. Well, that's that, that's the problem. Is that they, New yeah. Jersey has an infestation. Nothing's being done. They get free healthcare. They get free education. They get free this and that. You have veterans homeless in the street. You have people that can barely make ends meet. 
and the other thing too you know, is I guarantee that he's not going to do it. He has not made a single comment about the whole mandates and the you know requirements. I, what is he going to do when a hospital requires it? Is he going to say statewide you have to not require this? He needs a backbone with this. This is the problem is that no one is asking just, the hard questions. Yeah. They're just like, oh, just support him, support him. At the end of the day, you're going to get a moderate Democrat. Oh, well, we have to have this because of public health. I guarantee he's going to say something like that. Or, oh, I want to give um, these right. IDs out because well, I'm a humanitarian. Well, the the biggest thing, like I said, with the weasel neck Jack Solarelli is that no matter what happens or not, as far as the, if he does get in, let's just say for argument's sake, if he does get in, um, you guys are going to have a battle in your hands. I'm going to be honest, and I'm, I'm also kind of disappointed with certain people that I see uh, endorsing him. Yes. And I, just, I, I am very, very disappointed. There's actually one individual, I'm not going to say his name one up, but you know exactly. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm sure you, you should know exactly yep. what I'm referring to on this. Um. But uh, just to see basically that that kind of image of one, especially after everything you went through in the past year, one, especially the shutdown, and again, you know exactly mm -hmm. what I'm talking about here. Uh, to see him next to him and stuff like that, that really got me, uh, you know, kind of, I got me kind of pissed off because it's just like really, it's like out of all the things you went through, when I, you, you're, you're, how do I put this? I'm trying. You're to supporting someone who would have been pro mandate because he even outright said, yeah, "I agree with this. I agree with that. I think everyone should get the vaccine." Exactly. So, you know, basically all your work and all your hard work and stuff like that and all your contribution. And this is why I got to be careful because if you focus on one person, like I tell people all the time, I'm not just some guy who, you know, is out there educating. I'm not, you know, that one person who, you know, was proudly flying the battle flag at the one event. It's not about me. It is about my entire organization to represent the SCV. I fight for them. We are united. It's not a one person thing. It is a group thing. So when you have people and movements that are only like one person, that's where you start getting into troubled water. No, yeah, and then that's essentially because that's they're essentially the ground. Oh, you're famous. You've done this and that. So I'm gonna buy. I guarantee I'm gonna give you this much. Just support me, or I want to do a photo op at you because it's good press, or I'll at least be able to get some votes. You're here, but he'll do something. Well, that's, that's exactly actually, Vinny, I just thought about that. You're absolutely well. He'll right. do that. He'll do that to make up for damages. He'll do that, and then what was it like a week ago? He criticized Trump for telling the truth about Powell. Trump was telling the truth about Powell. He is no war hero. He is a war criminal. He has costed so many lives. There's a whole fact sheet on him. So he was openly criticizing Trump then to pander to some of the moderate Democrats. Oh, I want your votes. Come over here. Oh, I'm going to go. No, that, 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 that's exactly here. it. Let's go. go. And that's what I'm saying is that, you know, what, what both states really need, like I said, it'll never happen because there's three states that are Democrat strongholds, New Jersey, New York, and California. You're never going to get someone truly conservative there. And, I, you know, I, it took me a while to learn that. It's a lost cause. And this is why, like, at some point, and I have friends all the time saying, oh, come on down. I'm looking at Arkansas, Tennessee, Florida, great places to live. But that's the thing, too, is that a lot of people, and it's pretty sad, I mean, that we have to say this in our own country. Mm -hmm. like we actually have to flee to whatever, whatever free states that are left. Yeah. Like, we're, it's basically we have to be refugees. Like, I mean, I'm going to be honest, too. I mean. Uh, not going to say for obviously reasons or not where I'm going to head, but I mean, if it, if it gets really bad and whatnot, I mean, uh, what else, you know, where, where else can you really go or not? Because what I think what's going to happen is this, if we basically, we can serve as obviously, like I said, it sucks, right? Like obviously a lot of us don't want to be here because of, you know, the states we're in, but if we just keep leaving or not, then they, it's almost like cancer, right? Like if you don't stop it, then it's basically going to spread. So if all these people just flee and whatnot and go to these red states and become refugees and whatnot, then what's going to happen to the blue, the, the blue states? Oh, this place is, you know, it's freaking terrible. And I want to move down south because at least they're free. I, you know, so it's almost like this, uh, like this chain reaction. But it, I, I think there's be a, like an issue or like, like the line drawn the sand. Like if you come down, like Ron DeSantis said the best, you, if you come down to Florida, please do not leave, bring your liberal nonsense down here because we're, we're not going to have Yeah, we're that. not going to we tolerate it. Make it clear that we're not going to, if they say they're moderate, I know you're liberal. That's really what it is. Because... No, you're, you're liberal. You're not, mm -hmm. in, or my favorite thing they hit you with the, I'm independent. No, because that just means you have liberal tendencies and you're not really independent. 
you know um my favorite was there's just a debate i was watching with charlie kirk and this girl goes to him she was like uh i'm not a liberal i'm a socialist and he goes oh like that's like even better oh gosh no she's, she's a lincoln follower like that, that's, like, that's so much better than saying you know and it, again it just makes me laugh because it's like oh, okay i'm a socialist it's like uh, you, you you people are just so dumb you can make my head want explode and again, this is the this is the courtesy of our wonderful college, you know, college ta or our tax dollars going to these uh, college institutions because that's not they're not colleges they're flat out they're flat out indoctrination institutions to basically breed the masses. And we have, and this is another thing too, is that you have in college. I've learned more about how government works not in college, not in high school, you sh where you should have learned it in high school. I learned it from being involved in the medical freedom movement. Being involved with that, well, yeah, learning how yeah. a bill is. This was all stuff that I was honestly so anxious. I'm like, this is crazy. I never knew how this worked. Knowing how state laws work, people forget that we have the rhino. Um, they don't want who to. Is do. it? They, they don't want to. Chris Christie. We had, what is it, uh, eight horrible years of Chris Christie. Do you know he made it so that New Jersey is now very difficult to get red because he did different zoning? When he did that, it threw everything off. There's been some counties that were once the wonderful places to live. They were super Christian. They are now so out of control that if I go to any of those counties shopping with no mask on, I'm the only person in the store and I get looks like this. People don't know how government works. They think, oh, it's a two-party system. Mm -hmm. Being independent, well, it's up to I'm us honest, to really like, – you yeah. have to hold them. Excuse me, French. Hold them by the balls because the politicians are not afraid of uh, – but when you start hitting them with a vote – by setting an example, I will not vote for you. I'm going to abstain for a vote because of your views and your statements on X, Y, Z. That's what I'm doing. And I always tell people, yeah, and if you want a good book to read, because we do do a lot of reading, go right on and you can buy um, Dixie Rising, which is Rules for Rebels. It's by the Kennedy Twins. This is all the information I've been telling people you have to read. If you're a small patriot group, read it. It tells you how to get involved politically. It tells you how to you know peacefully get support, start getting control, getting out there, beefing things up because for too long we've had rhinos and this is by far the best guide and how to basically de-rhino the GOP and as well as getting, you know, more Patriot groups together because I have stopped, I've stopped funding any of the paid events. There are certain things that I refuse to go to. If a candidate's running, I know their views are. I'm like, no. And people call me disloyal. No, I'm not disloyal. I'm being honest. I'm holding them accountable. And you're like, holding accountable to a higher standard because mm -hmm. if we don't hold these people to a higher standard, What's going to happen over time is that they're become complacent. They're going to become like, okay, well, guess what? The people aren't going to do anything. Nobody's, nobody's fighting back. Nobody's saying anything. And like I said, we're the, the real representatives, like your MGTs, your Ron, your Rand, Ron Pauls, um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. You know, she's a good one. Yeah, she's they're great. We need ones like and, her. That's the quality that we need. Wendy Rogers from Arizona. No nonsense. Or things. like, uh, like yeah, like your Ron DeSantis. Is, who else? Um, like there's just there's so many more ones. Like I've been saying. So I really think it comes to you know to a point where you actually have to fight and stand your ground no matter what. And you know what? It's these well, people know that if I go to rally and I have any of the flags, I refuse to leave. I actually had someone. They told me they said they were trying to tell me this. Ready for this? I actually have a photo on him, and I think there's a video somewhere. He said something like, "I don't agree with that." He was number one. I guarantee he was not on our side because no one on our side wears stockings. That's all. The, he was. I called him Johnny Long John's, the brother of Pippi Longstocking. He had socks that were practically over his knees. They were. <laughs> Jeez. golf shorts and it was just such a mess sounds like where's waldo it was like and he, he comes over and he starts having a whole like you know uh hissy fit and i said listen i'm gonna fly whatever i want it's my first amendment right and he was saying trump doesn't like this i'm like actually read his statements 
because he ended up coming to support this. And he also signed a bill that protected monuments, including our Confederate monuments on um, government property, which Joe Biden then reversed. Um, so when I hit him with facts, he was talking over me. He was getting loud. He was cursing. I'm talking to him in a normal tone. I'm just laughing. I said, listen, dude, I am not going to leave. This is a free speech zone. We need more people to do that. If you are told to take that down, tell them, no, it's a free speech zone. It's my First Amendment right. I'm going to stay here. I'm going to do it. You cannot submit. That's the problem. I've told people, and they get mad at me. No, guess what? I'm going to stay this whole rally. I'm going to start doing my own rallies. And that's what I ended up doing. And me and Frankie were talking. We're going to start trying to do our own rallies because the way that the rallies have gone, they're poorly run. They are poorly yeah, run. And that's the problem. I don't like that sign. I don't agree with that. Oh, that's going to make their image look bad. Why don't we have a dress code then where the men are going to wear suit and ties and the ladies have to wear fancy hats and, you know, ball gowns? That's where we're basically headed, and it's these crazy this is where, country club rules that drive people away from the GOP. And that's exactly where we're, we're headed as far as this country goes. And like I said, the more and more it gets bad, well, not because the thing is this: they want to basically break into, uh, they want to basically break and reshape everything because they have this radical agenda that they want to push. And like I said, it has it starts, at, you know, at the core values of everything, you know, because once you start, you know, crippling down the core values of society, then it bleeds onto everything else. That's right. So once you, it's, you know, it's like, it's like having a chair, you know, it's like, it's like having a chair and someone kicks out both legs and whatnot. Now you're basically left with two and then you kick out that leg and now you have no foundation. Now you, you, you crush. You basically have a unicycle and then all of a sudden, boom, it collapses. Yeah. And then you're like, and then you're like Meatloaf Jr. <laughs> on, on Fox News, which the whole morning yeah. crew is just so despicable. And it's. Well, I, I swear I don't watch Fox News anymore because it's, it's they're despicable. These people are just downright, utterly disgusting. They have no core. Like I said, it really comes down to this. They need, uh, they only look at viewers, you know, and like I said, you'll never hear someone on Fox News talk about the Confederate flag or talk nope. about like, you know, certain things. They, and, you know, what kind of, I'm sorry to cut you off, but one last thing, what, what really irks me about Trump is that the fact that like everybody was saying, oh my God, like, you know, he's a great president, this and the third, but you're like looking at him, you're like, well, you're just pushing vaccine mandates and you're like, you don't understand what this is actually doing. Well, you know, how easy is it to use his name for running for a GOP office and say, oh, say America first or, um, I'm pro-America, I'm pro-this, I'm pro-that. And then when you really take a further look and you start asking the tough questions, you either get a ton of circling back, not answering the question, or you get a flat-out denial that, oh, I don't believe in this, that. I'm like, well, are you really? You're just using him as a crutch. And there are certain politicians, I'm not going to say who, but um, have been doing that in other states. And even in New Jersey, you'll get – there's like – I can't even read off names because there's so many that they'll find that one conservative politician – um, that we have the rare, the rare gems that are running, and they'll try to piggyback off of them. And without that one person, they have not a leg to stand on. That's the problem. Yeah, of course. So, but um, just final thoughts real quick. I'll let you go ahead. Sure. I wanted to get um, you give your final thoughts, and I wanted to go because I wanted to okay, just say so a few I'll things. Okay, so I'll go ahead. Basically, so final thoughts. The you know the fact of the matter is, one of the bottom lines that, like I said, the elections you're coming up, one not, and we're in, we're in a really bad you know state of affairs right now as far as everything goes, and. Uh, I really think this winter is going to be a complete, you know, uh, crap storm. Um, if things don't start looking, I'll start getting better. But I don't think it's going to look better within the next few months. Um, I just see us basically in a very dead, or actually in a very, very delicate state right now, as far as with the governing powers that be. And uh, I just don't trust any of this. You know, it's, we're basically on thin ice, if you would want to say that. So that's where my final thoughts are at. So my final thoughts in this whole matter is that. For so long, we have been left in a position, especially in states like ours, New Jersey, California, New York, where you will never have, and this is what people have to realize, it's almost like the stages of grief or it's like someone getting help. The first thing is to admit that you have a problem. 
in the sense, what this looks like is admitting that your state has a problem. It will never be truly Republican, um, which is mm -hmm. even a really tough term to say, because if you're talking technical terms, a true Republican would be a Lincoln style Marxist. And we're not about that. Yeah. When you start saying it's this candidate or you're voting for that candidate, you're voting for someone who truly is like Murphy, but just a different name. And I think that, you know, we need better education. I think that, um, you know, people need to start realizing if you're going to start saying, oh, we're for the First Amendment, but then tell someone, oh, you can't wear that shirt. You can't fly that flag. We have to make their image look good. Are you really? You're just playing. They're too afraid of bad media instead of arguing. It's OK to argue. It's OK to have a different opinion. And that is a problem that I want to see uh, change. Um, yeah, people need to read books like you know the kennedy twins they do a whole good books uh set of books dixie rising is one of them okay. there's the confederate shop online and they give you some really great handouts um these are the ones that i wish i can put in the hands of everyone it just goes over yeah no it's, it's definitely uh it's definitely a good thing to have because people really like i said when it comes to the confederate flag if people just say oh it's my heritage one it's like no it's like you're supposed to say like if someone asks you you are the sole owner of set property that you know gives that gives you your individual liberties you need to be part of a and this is what the tough part is you have to have to have to understand stuff and people are not doing their own research and that's been the problem and i yeah. just want to like that we were saying for a while if you've ever watched any of the episodes of scv chat which i tell people all the time please watch and please support because we do the real education there mm -hmm. they were saying you know this is what i get all the time oh this is not the right time now uh, well when is the time if not now not when if not us, who? All they yeah, do is push back, push course. back. When they were cutting up that statue of Robert E. Lee in Richmond, Virginia, where was the GOP? Dead silent. There was even some rhinos that commended that from happening. That was really mind-boggling. Yeah, it really is. So with that being said, I wanna, like I said, hopefully tomorrow, Vinny, if you're free tomorrow, we'll definitely do another uh, live. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and whatnot. We'll definitely be back tomorrow and whatnot with more content. So just stay tuned for that. Absolutely. Vinny, it's, uh, as always, it's a pleasure having you on, you know, getting your thoughts and whatnot. You know, uh, we'll look forward to having you on more, you know. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to be on, my friend. I'm more than happy to have these discussions. Um, be more than happy to educate. Y'all are some of the best groups out there. Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriotsapparel.com.